Headphones on, let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? And welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 59. 59. 59. 59. We're running on Skeleton Crew again today. I seem to get stuck with the Skeleton Crew days whenever I end up hosting. That's fine. We'll make it work. You you, you could have had me host if you want. That's okay. Okay. I don't mind. I like hosting. That's good, because I don't particularly enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) I am the superior Caitlin Booth, film critic for WatchPlayRead.com and occasional contributor to Den of Geek, and today I am joined by... Uh, The indecisive Chelsea. (laughs) I I love the fact that you have question marks in there. (laughs) I run Utah's Graphic Novel Book Club at Facebook.com backslash Utah GNBC. I am... Uh, you're done? I am done. Okay. I am the Uncanny Ryab. Thank you for not actually slamming on the table. Just <laughs> <laughs> pretended. I am the Uncanny Ryab. You can find me here where you've already found me. When Legion comes on, I'm going to start writing articles, maybe. Oh, okay. Ooh. And be on the Nerd Dome podcast. Sweet. Again. But I do have one article about Assassin's Creed if you want to go read it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was the one article I wrote. Oh, yeah, that I had done. a new trailer recently, if I remember correctly. Oh, maybe I should write another article then. Yeah. It looks like garbage. No. Yes. No. We're going to get into Michael Fassbender can never look like garbage, <laughs> my friend. And today, running our soundboard is... Chris Johns. Do you not have an adjective yet? He does. I, I oh. do. It's... Uh, the one Chris to rule them all? Yes. Was that like, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. With a question at the end? No, no question. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you don't need to find me. Nothing special here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, just look for my art. Um, mostly like uh, kind of nerdy comic book stuff um, on Facebook. Christopher.s.johns. And that's it. Okay. Thank you. So yeah. So not how? On, not on your other website? I'm working on it. Okay. It's on how, my to-do list. How was everyone's week? Great. It's been great. Yeah. I'm so glad we're all so convincing. <laughs> it's been okay. Yeah. It's It's, it's been, been a week. Mm-hmm. It has been a week. This uh this week is ties very much directly into what our topic will be for the second half of the show. And we're actually starting to record really late today, too, which is funny because mm. we had no notes when I got here. So I had to quickly put together stuff and find... News. It's all good. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, the episode is uh, actually dedicated in the memory of Israel Hernandez. (laughs) So, (laughs) do we have to say it in NPR voices? Israel Israel Hernandez. Hernandez. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of sounded pretty creepy. Actually, (laughs) that was like you know, like those those. Like cult chanting voices yes. in the background. Yeah. The po- Drink that Kool Aid, motherfuckers! <laughs> Drink that Kool Aid. Ghost just appears yeah. in the middle of the table oh, and then just fizzles oh, out. Oh, 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 
Israel Hernandez. Israel Hernandez. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Fun fact, Ryan just saw that for the first time. I, I'd seen it. I hadn't seen that, but I've seen other stuff that did the song. and I didn't know that it originated yeah, from that. Yeah, we're starting late because we watched Potter Puppet Pals <laughs> and then <laughs> proceeded to do our own rendition of Potter Puppet Pals. <laughs> Oh, we're really good at this. Yeah, that's, that's what we were doing just yeah, before. It. it was Snape. Snape. So, um, guys, I have some news. News? <laughs> so we had two big trailers drop this week, but we'll talk about those last. Uh, how about some Spider-Man Homecoming news? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Radioactive Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, I know. Wrong one. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I'm kidding. <laughs> so they've just been releasing just little bits of information here and there because movie comes out in July. I assume we'll probably get a trailer, I would say beginning of next year. Uh, so we've got a bunch of little stuff. Uh, Liz Allen will be Spider-Man's love interest in the movie. Uh, let's see. Zendaya, who was heavily rumored to play Mary Jane, is not going to be playing her. She is being touted as Michelle. And um, she uh, is not a love interest. Who is Michelle? Good. We don't know. Okay. Uh, they announced who is going to score the movie. It's going to be Michael Giac- Giacchino. Is that how you say it? I don't know how to say his name. He's going to score. Yeah. <laughs> score. score. He's had a really good year so far this year. He uh, he does, He's done all the Star Trek movies, which whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you think of the Star Trek movies, and I think a lot about the first two, the score has always been one of the best parts of, the, of those movies. And uh, he's also doing Rogue One. He's taken over Rogue One. Um, so he's going to be doing the score, which is good news. Was he John Williams' light? Pretty much, was yeah. That? Yeah, okay. we, we were talking. You guys, uh, I was listening to an older podcast, I think, while I was away. And yeah, he's uh, he's kind of being touted as the person who is going to take over Star Wars once Williams decides he can't do, the, do, do this anymore. Okay. He's very so talented. he'll no longer be Diet John Williams? He'll be <laughs> just John Williams. New John Williams? Yeah. <laughs> John Williams have, zero. I was, like, I was trying to come up He'll with another cal- soda related have a joke. calorie yeah. upgrade. <laughs> I was trying to come up with another soda joke and I couldn't come up with it. Oh. They'll oh, stop oh, using oh. stevia and start using real sugar. Yes, that yeah, something like that. Uh Tom Holland was in uh and Tom Holland and Zendaya have been appear, uh, appeared in a magazine and he revealed how many movies he's go- he's contracted for. He said, "Quote, I do know I have three Spider-Man movies and three solo movies contracted. Yes, so, six wait, movies. Three Spider-Man movies and three solo movies. What mm-hmm. does that mean? That he's I think has it's three, three Spider-Man movies that aren't solo movies. Well, three Spider-Man movies I, that I think means like Civil War and stuff oh, like that. Okay. I think that's what he meant because the quote's kind of a little weird. And yeah. even when I went back and tried to find further context for it, I couldn't really find one that worked. And then um, Kevin Feig officially uh, confirmed this week that Michael Keaton is playing the Vulture. That's cool. Is that because yeah. of Birdman? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I'm the Vulture really, looks very different than Birdman. I'm really excited oh, for uh, for Spider Man. <laughs> I I didn't think I'd ever be excited for a Spider Man movie again. So the the one that we saw in um, Civil War, right? Yes. Um, I didn't like that. Really? The, well. He was fine. His character was fine, but not not the Spider-Man uh, outfit and costume, because uh, it looked like it was specifically CGI, like it was supposed to look that way. I don't like that at all. Okay. I liked the as much as we don't like those o- older movies. 
uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. And oh, I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. talk about the the good older oh, movies. The good old days. <laughs> I love those movies. But no, not that one. So, so, so which one is your favorite Spider-Man look? The Tobey Maguire one? The Andrew Garfield one? I actually liked uh, Tobey Toby Maguire, I yeah. believe. I did too. Um, it's a, so. It was a real suit, though, yeah? Yeah, I believe so. Mostly. <laughs> and then there was the uh, green screen where they used a dummy. A mannequin? Yeah, where her, yeah. Where her hair, is going her the hair wrong goes way. the wrong way. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was my. This is favorite. what Vulture looks like from Spider Man. Eh, yeah, it's Birdman, close enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> he his he has power. He like uh he's an old man, and he gets the suit and everything, and he absorbs youth out of other people. Uh, so he's a they vulture. That said way. what uh what direction they're going for with the movie. The version that I saw very very briefly in my San Diego f- coverage was uh mechanical. So it looked robotic. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Like I said, I, I'm more excited about the fact that we're going to be getting a very like John Hughes-esque Spider-Man movie where they look like teenagers and they're going to act like teenagers. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like Tom Holland. I do too. He's, he's just totes adorbs. Yep. Um, Legends of Tomorrow has gotten four more episodes added to its second season, bringing it up to a total of 17 so so how does that work when do they like do they just have to fluff out the story now did they have that planned like we really don't know just in general how does that work um i believe most shows go into their season unless they're explicitly told it's going to be a short season they go in expecting to have 25 episodes 23 to 25 episodes that is what's considered a full order mm-hmm. by American TV standards. Okay. So, like, iZombie, for example, has always had short, shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. And they've always been told that they're going to have shorter seasons. Lucifer went into its first season with a short season, and then second season it had a full order. So, getting the closer you get to over 25 gives you... Uh, closer you get to 25 is the more faith that a studio has in you. Because oh. that gives you about four and... Seasons, give or take, before you hit 100, and 100 is what you need to hit syndication. And that's what all TV shows want. They oh, want to hit syndication. Right. I didn't know that there were set rules like that. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, there's a lot of people towards the end of season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where everyone's like, they're just waiting for syndication at this point. They don't think, they thought the show was falling apart, because it did kind of fall apart at the end of season three, in my opinion. But season four has been very, very good. Say, so what does syndication get them? Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how this is put. You're able to play reruns. Oh, okay. So, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be able to show up on Freeform. Huh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, Elementary just hit its 100th episode, and it's went into syndication. Is that the Elementary I'm thinking of? The Sherlocky? Yeah. Wasn't that just, like, two years ago? No. It's on its fifth season. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm way behind. It's a good show. You should oh watch gosh. it. I know. I do like my Sherlock's. So. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Gabriel Luna did an interview with comicbook.com. And Robbie Reyes. Okay, thanks. Sorry. I forget that you... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Uh, he did an interview with comicbook.com, and they brought up a possible Ghost Rider solo series, especially... With the Johnny Blaze thing that was revealed during the most recent episode, and the fact that there's obviously more than one Ghost Rider running around. Spoiler. We talked about it <laughs> last. <laughs> one of my favorite memes of the week is 
it shows because uh, it showed Johnny oh, Blaze yeah. and the skull, the the flaming skull. Oh, didn't I and post then, that? And, yeah, <laughs> in the, the chat. And then the mater- it materializes down to the <laughs> the Nick Cage like super derpy face. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, he said, "Quote." It's been talked about. There's definitely deals in place for that potential. But I just take it one day at a time. I have so much fun now, and I want to make sure I get these episodes right. If they throw more episodes on my plate, I will do my best to do well with those epi- with those stories as well. So it, nothing, nothing is even remotely being confirmed in any sense here. But I'm not even a little bit surprised that with how well he's been received, and he has been very well received pretty much across the board, uh, that they're looking into doing something else with him. Especially if they're planning on ca- canceling Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. either this season or next season. And um, we don't know if Gabriel Luna either knows his comic book stuff or if he was actually just a fan beforehand or if he's done a lot of research since gaining the role. But uh, he was talking about possible team-ups. And he said, I think it'd be cool to see Blade and the Punisher and Strange and that whole Midnight Suns kind of run. And then you have Dark Avengers. You have all these teams that Ghost Rider slides into. I love that idea, that potential. Confession, I didn't know what Midnight Suns was, so I got out-nerded by Gabriel Luna. Nice. I like it when um, actors are fans or or then become fans Mm -hmm. of the characters that they're playing. I like that a lot. Yeah, and uh, that shows that he's taking the role seriously, and I appreciate that. Chelsea, are you having fun on Snapchat? Yeah, sorry. If I wish everyone could see all the creepy serial killer faces that he's making right <laughs> now. Yeah, she's talking about Ryab right now. No. Ryab. Look at him. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. This is quality content. <laughs> um, Stephen, uh, Stephen Amell said that uh, he was disappointed with Arrow Season 4. In other news, water is wet. Yeah. Aww. Why? Why was he disappointed? Bad. Did he give reasons? Justify himself. Uh, I'd have to pull up Does the actual article. To? Well, he posted a video uh. of paint drying, and then it got more hits. <laughs> so. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Thank you. Um, well done. I, I w- I w- I'm just curious as if he has the same complaints as the rest of the world about that show. <laughs> can look it up um but uh basically he's saying that it's do or die for this show at this point that um if they don't get their shit in order this season this might be the last season i'd be okay with that well that's depressing i fell out of love with arrow i know but he worked so hard did you see all the videos that he did, like, to, oh, to, I, I to am, work out? I am still madly in love with Stephen Amell. Well, d- yeah, I am fallen out of love with Arrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. It says, uh, there is a, an amazing person. There is a lull in any relationship where you come to, where you come to a come-to-Jesus moment, which is weird, <laughs> and that happened for me in season four, he explained. We are street-level crime-fighting crime show. We are best when we are focused on those things. And then the comment on the article is so those rather than romance, because <laughs> uh, this is on comic book movie, and Josh Wilding has been very blatant about the fact that he does not like Felicity Smoke anymore. Uh, he's described the series as quote being at a crossroads after season four. He added, "We are either going to do what we ha- do what we do and then do it well, or it's the last year. If we find the magic formula, which is not magic, it's just hard work and playing to your strengths." 
then the show could go on for a really long time. I do believe this season is sort of a throw down the gauntlet year for us, where we're either going to do what we do and do it well, or it's the last year. Mm. Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. But considering that the CW DC shows have brought in a billion dollars to them, I don't see it going away anytime soon. Is there any comparison to Marvel's Com- TV shows? Well, Marvel only has, well, two. Oh, touche. Two. Oh. And DC has four. Three. Well, four. No, yeah, four. Supergirl. Yeah. Which apparently is doing very well ratings-wise, comparatively. Yeah, and, and isn't, I, I, maybe Legends is... But both Legends le- less is than the Arrow. lowest. Yeah, yeah. But but Arrow is behind both Supergirl and Flash, as far as ratings go. Yeah. And it used to be on top. Yeah, yeah. So they, it's been steadily declining, and it's been steadily declining in quality too. To be yeah. honest. <laughs> All right, I have my laptop open, so I apologize. <clears throat> uh, we talked about this, I believe it was last week, where we said Johnny Depp. Going to be in the next. Yeah. <laughs> you that made was... that exact noise. Yes, she did, I believe. <laughs> I'm that's, consistent. That's... I'm, I ain't no flip flopper. That's the standard Johnny Depp noise from her. <laughs> so uh, it has been confirmed that he is going to play Grindelwald and the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them sequel. Thoughts? <laughs> I, I'm perfect. What's the guy's name that plays Dumbledore? Uh, are they having this? They're not going to have the same one, are they? So I'm not sure. Yeah. I, as far as I know, I think I'd, they were recasting Dumbledore. I'd be perfectly fine with watching Johnny Depp make out with the guy that plays Dumbledore. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I would have, I wouldn't have a problem with it if it was a guy that like wasn't actively like mistreating his spouses and being abusive. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to support. Yeah, he like beat his ex. Did you not hear last episodes? Do we need to go back? <laughs> Johnny Depp like beat his ex-wife. He they beat got Amber divorced. Yeah. Um and then everybody like shamed her because nobody likes women and right now, I guess. <laughs> and uh she donated all of like the money that she got from their divorce settlement to charity and oh, nice. uh went on her merry way and he's still an asshole and mm-hmm. now he gets to be in a really amazing movie. And represent something that's probably going to mean a lot to people since they're probably going to explore Dumbledore's sexuality is what you pulled up. So now we have to see a notorious wife beater portray another hot topic that's really important to people. Mm-hmm. So, bah. Agreed. Entirely. Hmm. I didn't know I've that been, much. I've of, been woke. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, that's a, I, I still agree with you that it's going to be really cool to mm-hmm. like, just see that happen because... I don't know. It's like the Harry Potter's the story that got a whole generation to read again. So mm-hmm. now with like how shitty things are uh, culturally, like well, the lightness. If Johnny Depp's going to make out with a guy or like play that role and help somebody, then I guess, I guess whatever. Yep. And we can hope Amber Heard just blows the fuck up after playing Mira. Yeah. Because Mira is way cooler than Grindelwald. Yep. <laughs> And we had this brief discussion off mic while we were stalling getting ready for this. I had a thought, and it made me think about when after we had watched the Potter puppet thing. Uh, how did you pronounce Hermione before they? she specifically said how it's pronounced in, I think, the fourth book? How did you pronounce it in your head? So it's it's like on uh, Futurama. It's uh, Hermione 1. <laughs> 
So, yeah. no, I actually had a friend that <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing for about five minutes when he told me. He's like, so, I thought it was Hermie One. <laughs> so when you started reading them, had you heard the name pronounced before you I, started I reading did. them? Okay. I did. So I was kind of spoiled into it. Yeah. So I was like. Obviously, it's Hermione. Yeah, that was my role. Uh, Every Thursday, a PTA mom would come read us Harry Potter at school. And the one that did it was like, had like a master's in like Greek literature or something. So she she knew how to pronounce it. Yeah, so I heard it and then I I saw it on paper. I was like, I would never, I'll admit that I never would have pronounced it that way. Mm -hmm. So, what you, Ryab? (laughs) Oh, you go first. Um, I pronounced it in my head Hermion. Hermion? Hermion, yeah. Was that a female still? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking, you know, because that's a weird name. What? You're weird. Yeah, oh, you're my weird. Bad. My bad. <laughs> I wish we need to put a camera in here when you're here. Because, like, nope. the faces that you make. Nope. Like, just someone will be saying something really that I can tell, they, like, means a lot to them. And I look over and you're just, like, doing some Egyptian <laughs> thing with your head, like, looking up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. You didn't say how you said it, Ryan. Uh, 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 it's weird. That's okay. Because <laughs> the letter... And upon, in, in hindsight, the letters don't quite match up. No, of way. course. I don't think it does for me either, but, you know, it is what it is. You... Haramoin. <laughs> that was her name in my Haramoin? head. Haramoin. Right. That's pretty. <laughs> That's beautiful. No one's going to grab any of my Haramoin. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have to write that down. <laughs> Dead air. H e r a m o i n e. That's exactly how I spell it. Heramoin. First name. Heramoin. 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 What do you think her NPR name would be? Can we look it up? Hair up, moin. How moin, I've never used those generators. Can you Google it? It's possible. Oh my God, I'll do it myself. While we're doing that, mission. they released, there was some debate whether or not Tom Cruise would do the next Mission Impossible movie, but they came to a decision as far as uh, money and everything, mm-hmm. and it per- begins production next year with a release date of July 27th, 2018. Nice. I'm excited for that because I really liked the last two. They did pretty well on that one, the last one. I forgot to talk about something when we were talking about CW stuff. Okay. Can I well, be a horrible I'm... person and go back? No, it's okay. Not? We have another CW story oh, on okay, here, great. too. Because you reminded me of this because while we were trying to figure out what the hell we were going to talk about news-wise. <laughs> Is that probably the thing I wanted to talk about, then? Would you like to lead? By all means. Is it the invasion thing? Yes. Okay. So CW, the four shows, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow! Legends of Tomorrow! Um, as they say on Geek Show, which cracks me up. Yep. Uh, is, this, is this the name? Oh my god, it's so... Hermione Granger's <laughs> NPR name is okay. horrible. <laughs> I actually got something different. Okay, you ready? This is This is great. <laughs> This is the By all means. It is <clears throat> Pia Matsumoto Blackman. <laughs> Matsumoto. Pia Matsumoto Blackman. Pian. See, the one I got was uh, 
Isla Feinstein Tanaka. So, Why does she have like the? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> Hello, I am Isla Feinstein Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> It was just easier that way. I like that they did hyphenate it because you know she ain't going to be changing her last name when she gets married. So Yeah, that's right. Anyway. Anyway, so I'm so sorry. So okay. CW, <laughs> the four shows, Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow, Tomorrow. are going to do a, their crossover this year. I believe this it's season? December. December. Yeah. Um, They're going to do... A, storyline that's based on a comic book series that came out in the 80s called Invasion. Um, it is also the same storyline that Young Justice did in their second season, which was the Invasion storyline. But it's basically these aliens come to Earth to address the unique aspect of Earth that they have all these metahumans running around and they think they are a threat. So they come to Earth to handle that threat. And so that's basically the the plot of the story. I'm excited to see that. I loved um, Young Justice season two. I thought mm-hmm. they did great with that storyline. I am excited to see what CW is going to do with that storyline. That's and actually a very good topical segue mm-hmm. because uh, it was announced this week after three years of people lobbying and signing petitions and all of that stuff. Young Justice is coming back and getting a third season. I love that show so much. I've never watched it. Sorry. It's okay. Um, you can catch up. Is Young Justice the one that they canceled because the too many girls or something? There was like a toy conspiracy with Young Justice, I think. Uh, I don't know if it was Young Justice or, or Brave and the Bold. Else. Maybe it was Brave and the Bold. I talked about it in one of my panels, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, there was. I remember hearing about that, too. That yeah, it was, let me see if I can find it's it. It's ringing a bell. Yeah. I can't remember if it was Young Justice or Brave and the Bold. This was back in 2013 that Young Justice was canceled initially. Mm-hmm. So It's such a good good show. Um, I know Pat was watching it because she and I kind of started watching it at the same time just recently because I'm OCD and weird and I had to finish the Justice League cartoon before I finished Young Justice. I don't blame you. That's fine. They're not really related. I know, but... (laughs) But they came out at different times. God, get with the program. It it was Young Justice. It was. It was was canceled because Warner Brothers wanted it to be more kid-friendly. And in their mind, to make something more kid-friendly, they had to eliminate having girls as an audience because they didn't think that little girls would want to watch superhero movies. So they released all of this, like all these toys and everything for it marketed specifically towards little boys. And it was just super exclusive. And then the show got canceled because little girls were watching the show Mm -hmm. and were part of like, obviously part of like half their audience. And then once they kind of eliminated that prospect then young justice got canceled that, that is one tv show that does a, an excellent er, and it's a cartoon it's just an animated show it does an excellent job with character development character interaction teen dynamics all of that stuff um gender interaction everything like that is so good on that show they're all legit fleshed out people and i was always very impressed with that so um there is a reason why we haven't heard anything about what Marvel's next slate of movies is going to be beyond Infinity War. And apparently, if they, release, if yeah. they release those titles, it will be spoiling Infinity War. Really? Yeah. Mm. So, whatever they have planned, they have something planned past 2020, and whatever it is, they're not going to tell us for at least another year, if not two. I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, we're talking four plus years in advance here. I mean, that's ridiculous as it is. The fact that we know that they're going to be around that long is ridiculous. Something else to look forward to. Yay! For that Green Lantern movie that's never going to come out. Hey, hey, Luke. Hey, hey. It'll come out. I don't think it will. It I, will. Really, I actually, Unless Wonder Woman absolutely kills it, I see DC rebooting their universe again. Really? Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh. I really do. That would be funny. That would be really funny. So there was an article that popped up today that is relevant to your interests, Ryan. What are my interests? Take a wild guess. Wonder Woman! No. I am interested in Wonder Woman. That is accurate. I have lots of interests. I was just curious. X-Men. X-Men! You have to finish it now. Just last little part. So there's a couple theories going around that uh, Fox might be doing a soft reboot for the X-Men series. Again. I have heard that, and I don't like it. And I kind of like it, but I kind of don't like the, it. Um, I don't like it. There's the, uh, the, the, like their it. evidence is that the X-Men series is kind of hitting a lot of stumbling blocks. Apocalypse was not universally well-received. You know, it had its good moments, but overall, people liked First Class and Days of Future Past a lot more, like significantly more. And even somebody who liked the movie, I think, has to admit that it was kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I do like the movie. I It has very much flaws. I accept that. I still very enjoyed it. Well, it's fine. You're allowed. You're, uh, no. Much well. You're much allowed. well. <laughs> very much flaws. Yeah. And then um, there's the fact that the Gambit movie just cannot... Get off the ground. I want. I, I, I don't care what it turns out to be. I want to see it, even if it's horrible. I still just want to see it. And then there's the issue with um, Deadpool losing not only its director but also its composer. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, we did. And all of this just shows to the person who wrote this article. And I'm looking at the slash film version oh. of this, but it was also on Hollywood Reporter. Uh, there's also the fact that Logan is going to be the last time we see Hugh Jackman, which that yes. I don't consider. I'm that fine to, with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I would be okay with not seeing Wolverine in a movie again. Mm-hmm. I have been oversaturated with the Wolverines. Uh, this article is actually claiming that we're not going to get Brian Singer back, which I actually think is a good thing. So, I like Singer's X Men. Um. Okay, so yeah. we, well, <laughs> we talked about this one we uh, when we reviewed X Men back earlier this year. I did too initially. I do think Matthew Vaughn was better with First Class. First Class is my favorite X Men movie, but Singer is too close to the series at this point. They need fresh blood. Desperately need some fresh blood. They're saying this is saying that we're they were supposed to start shooting the next sequel as early as. Next year, the one that's mm-hmm. supposedly going to follow Dark Phoenix and that they hinted at the end of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the fact that Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, and Nicholas Holt have all finished their three pitcher deals. Ah. So they're going to have to do some contract negotiation as well, unless they want to recast everybody. I just had a thought occur to me that I would be greatly in- enthused about if it, it won't happen. But um, if they do a reboot, and then assemble the team of writers and creators that did the 90s TV show and say, here, go make a movie. 
See what you come up with. It's just think, see what they come up with. Yeah. Just, I think yeah. that would Give be Give it the old fun. college yeah. try. Let's, let's just put that <laughs> to the test. Let's go. Just assemble that, that creative group again. And and give them a move, give them the movie budget, and see what happens. I think that'd so be fun to see. The rumor is they are working on a New Mutants movie. Yes, but then you also have the fact that Marvel and Fox seem to be getting along enough to mute, to do Legion. So maybe yes. as far as soft reboots go, it won't be so much as a soft reboot reboot as an integration. I would be totally fine with them taking the New Mutants and going with that now instead of X Men. I was referring I, more to integrating into the MCU. Right. Um, but even if they wanted to drop X-Men and not integrate them into the MCU because of all the contracts and, and, and actors leaving the franchise and whatnot, um, I would be okay with them taking the New Mutants and going with Throwing that. Them in. Yeah. That'd be fine. The New Mutants is a very interesting team. They can do a lot with that. Who's on the New Mutants team, generally? Uh, you have uh, Cannonball, who's nigh invulnerable while he's blasting. He's this dude that... that um, Shoots himself like a cannonball and is invulnerable while he's shooting into things. Um, he's generally the uh, leader of the team. Then there's Danny Moonstar, who has um, mutant abilities to create illusions, essentially. Generally centered around what pe- people desire the most. And the rest of the team kind of mixes around. Okay. Um, there's usually Cypher and Warlock are on there. Cypher can uh, understand all language. Warlock is a techno-organic creature um then there's karma who can uh psychically project herself into other people and control their bodies um so this is all like not well-known characters at no all. well they're well known to a a, a certain generation because because okay. um the is this all 90s comics 80s 80s there's there's okay. the, there's the generation that came that had uh that grew up in the 80s that started of comic book age then that was their X-Men. Oh, okay. The Mutants. Okay. So that's the team that they, they grew up with. Are you excited for Legion? Yes, I am. Um, I have no idea what they're going to do with it <laughs> because it's hard to do. It'd be hard to do that kind of a story. Legion primarily came about in the, in New Mutants. Yeah. So that'd be cool if they were to do a, like kind of throw some hints and Easter eggs in each of those. Um, but Legion is Professor X's son who has multiple personality dis- disorder, and every personality has a different power set. That'd be hmm. interesting. <laughs> so depending on which personality is manifesting, depends on which power set he has. And they are some weird-ass powers. Anything from reality manipulation to um, any anything minor under the sun kind of thing, like just having force fields or just having something small. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for New Mutants. I'm excited for anything they do. I'm excited to see Legion, what they do with it. Okay. Uh, I bet you it's going to be a way more self-contained, but it'd be awesome yeah, if it wasn't. Yeah. Speaking of Easter eggs, I forgot to write this down, but I sent it to the chat. Um, there was apparently a Zatanna Easter egg in uh, this week's episode of Arrow. Is there? Yeah. I like Zatanna. Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, I don't, it might not mean anything. I mean, if we have Zatanna and we have Constantine that both exist in that universe, <laughs> can we just get a dark, Justice League dark? Yes, let's do that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, I want their first story to be Wonder Pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want their first story to be. Wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> that, elaborate. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Cersei, an ancient sorceress, Greek mythology, I think, turns Wonder Woman into a pig. 
<laughs> Zatanna and Batman have to chase around town trying to find this oh Wonder God. Woman pig. <laughs> it's the funniest damn thing ever. I think it's called <laughs> and it's, this little pig. It's, I don't remember. It's it's and and the thing is that Wonder Pig runs around and she has she has the gauntlets on and the tiara on the Wonder Pig. <laughs> it's awesome. I thought you were talking about the so Simpsons fun one. fun fact, guys. Apparently, cocaine is awesome <laughs> because that's the only thing I got out of that. <laughs> Jesus. And has to like cast a spell to bring the Wonder Pig. Back to Jesus. Wonder Woman. Oh my God. I used to have a pet pig. They're my favorite animal. <gasps> so I oh. immediately regret never dressing her up like Wonder Woman. You should feel bad. So uh, we had make the dream happen. We yeah. had two trailers drop this week. They actually both dropped, I think, within the last 24 hours or so. Uh, the first one was the Rogue One International trailer. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much my reaction, too. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of new footage. I don't think any of it is particularly spoilery. No. When it comes to... Not any more, I mean, not any more spoilery than the first one, which wasn't spoilery either. So. Yeah, they've been really good about keeping this one under wraps because, mm-hmm. like, I saw it and I was like, do I want to watch this? Do I want to watch this? Uh, fuck it, I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not going into this like I normally go into Marvel movies, which is I only watch the teaser and the, the first trailer. I'm watching oh. everything for Rogue One because I just can't help myself. I must consume it. <laughs> I'm super excited. I am too. I really, really am. Plus, they did they did such a good job with the uh, Force Awakens trailers mm. without revealing anything. Yes. So I think that uh, there's like a more safe feeling watching the Rogue One trailers because they didn't ruin anything with Force Awakens. So uh, the last trailer, the way I heard people talking about it on like Star Wars Underworld and now this is podcasting and Steel Wars, uh, they described the most recent trailer not this international one but the one before that as being the trailer that was for everybody else so like the first two the teaser and the first trailer were for star wars fans the third one was to get everybody else on board i can see that this international trailer is this for star wars fans or is this to get everybody else on board i think it's the same to get everybody else on board i agree i can totally tell that the first one was first was tailored for star wars fans. oh yeah absolutely and in this one we have a really some good new shots of Darth Vader. They actually say it's called the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And um, they've there are a few more plot details that are released. I wouldn't say anything I'd say major. say like one. Yeah, yeah, I would say maybe there's one big one. That's about it. Which but, is? Um, do we, sure. uh, brief spoiler, kind of spoiler warning mm-hmm. if you're going into uh, Rogue One without any knowledge at all um it looks we do see the destruction of uh jetta oh yeah 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 that's probably the biggest plot point that was the one i was thinking of i don't mm-hmm. know what you were thinking of that, uh, yeah yeah that and and just more elaboration on why her father why what jen fought jen's father's role yeah in the movie yeah spoilers ending yeah. so yeah, i'm i'm really excited for rogue one like i i try not to get hyped for movies anymore because Damn it, I know better. Which one broke your heart? A lot of movies break oh, my I'm heart. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um <laughs> I am so ridiculously on board for Rogue One. Just like so so there, so ready to do this, like I want it now. Put it in front of my eyes. I I can't wait to see it. Did you notice uh the crystal around her neck? 
Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's... And the, the Star Wars fan in me spun like 10 different ideas out there <laughs> yeah. until the moment it appeared. Yeah, I actually did too. I, a couple of... Uh, I had immediately had a couple things pop in mind and I was like, that seems... No, I don't... Well, maybe... Well, I'll, it I don't felt know. like a, a really uh, specific well, that's, foreshadow. That's that the first time we've seen that. So, yeah. I, I, my mind immediately went to Kyber Crystal as well. I, I would love so much if they do the Kyber Crystal thing with the Death Star. I really <laughs> that would think just they be are so amazing. <laughs> that seemed, that's what I was kind of. That was, that's what I was kind of thinking. That was probably the thing that and the the other scene that I we talked about in the brief spoiler ish mm-hmm. thing we had going on there. Um, those favorite, were the two. two still, things. my favorite image from any of the trailers. My favorite image is the fallen Jedi statue on yeah. the ground, halfway covered with sand. I love that image. I I love the uh, the Death Star clips. I could look at a million shots of that and never get tired of it. The Death Star clips gets me every time. Mm. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. So the other trailer that dropped was one that we actually watched right before we started podcasting. It's uh, Luke Besson's new movie called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Avatar on steroids. The special effects, I mean. I was actually thinking, like, I, I got a whole lot more, like, Fifth Element and Jupiter Ascending from that. And that it looks totally don't, bonkers. Don't bring... Jupiter ascending into this. What is was, wrong with Jupiter ascending? It was pretty. It, well, that movie is total garbage, but it's hilarious garbage, if nothing I else. I loved yeah. that movie. So I paused on one of the times when he was like skating on his skate things, mm-hmm. right? Around around the, the building. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The skate movie. thing, whatever, right? But he I know. not shirt on, right? I don't, I don't pay attention to those things. But what I did notice Channing is. Channing Tatum, everybody pays attention to him. You're not wrong. We should talk about Channing Tatum. Are you talking about Channing Tatum right now? <laughs> if you're not talking about Channing Tatum, then I think this conversation is over. I quit. I, I quit. Channing Tatum. Anyways, so he was he was doing his little skating he thing around. Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Channing Tatum. I'm enjoying watching somebody else flail to get a word in edgewise as they're trying to <laughs> lead a conversation. It's really entertaining. Do his magical skate around the building, right? Or magic. Uh, Okay, and I <laughs> and I paused it. Mm-hmm. He was like three stories tall. <laughs> I that's that's when I was like, I thought that okay. was a well known fact about Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing well, Tatum yeah. mm-hmm. is three stories tall. I wonder if he's proportionally sized everywhere. So, anyways, Ooh, me too. <laughs> yeah. And Chelsea and I high fived. <laughs> we did. We high fived. We're brown out right now. We're getting <laughs> Tatum. By the way, we're penises. We are talking about penises. Yes. I was talking about fingers. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about feet. They say if you have big feet, you're an excellent driver. Anyway, Valerian. <laughs> so, this is actually a French graphic novel. Um, a France? A France. A France. A France. It's a ha 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 ha. Shall we read it while eating a croissant? <laughs> yeah, while eating a croissant. 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 Goodbye. Anyway. <laughs> Goodbye, all of our French listeners. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Go back to Just read this today. We can go into Canadian talk again, but I will refrain. <laughs> uh, so it's originally like a 23-volume graphic novel. 23 volumes? 23 volumes based wow. on Valerian and Loreline. Uh, his companion, which is going to be played by uh, Cara Delevingne in the movies. And uh, Dane DeHaan. And, and is Valerian's the, uh, played by... Dane DeHaan. Mm-hmm. Played by the guy that plays in Chronicle. Yes. The yeah. the guy who ends up the quote-unquote sort of bad guy in Chronicle. He was also in I a movie called sort of. Kill, Your, 
Kill Your Darlings with uh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, and he was also Harry Osborne in Amazing <gasps> Spider-Man yeah. 2. Chronicle. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, I tried to wipe, wipe that movie from my memory, too, because it was yeah. dog shit. Please continue, Chelsea. So, um, it obviously takes place in the future, and Earth is basically a, they call it a virtual utopia, but it's basically people are engaged in virtual reality all the time, which you I'm see a lot. I'm excited for. Was, yeah, and you see that a lot. Like, what was it? <laughs> Wally, all the people of Earth are basically just tapped into television. I think there was a Black Mirror episode about that in the most recent season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and apparently this influenced enough stuff that Star Wars, um, there's elements of Star Wars that contain these graphic novels, Uh, The Fifth Element, which you, like, that was the initial vibe that you got from Mm -hmm. it, and then Avatar. Same director. And uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Apparently, uh, Time Jam, Valerian and Loreline was released in 2007. It was a little animated series. Oh, really? Mm. And if you try to get the graphic novels, make sure that you get them in English because they are originally in France. Like Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. That was French, by the way. France. France. I'll speak French. There was a big display for this over at uh, at New York, actually. And I just kind of looked at it and was like, what the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. what? Because I'd never heard of it. I didn't even know this was coming. I knew Luc Besson was working on a new movie after Lucy was so successful, and I figured they would probably pretty much let him do whatever he wanted. Was, were you being sarcastic when you said Lucy was successful? I didn't. Think Lucy was... made a fuck ton of money. Oh, did? I thought it was flopped. No, God, no. <laughs> no, Lucy made a shit ton of money. Huh. Define Lucy... a shit ton. Oh, I don't I'd have to look that up. That's okay. I mean, ish. Well, Just... it's surprising that something that's apparently this successful, like nobody has heard of it, but I'm going to chalk that up to just American culture not being <laughs> very inclusive because this was um apparently this swept the UK by storm when it first came out uh decades ago. It's not like they give out cra- graphic novels with the freedom fries. Yeah, no. Here's, if they did. It's a dose of culture. Here's your freedom fries in a French graphic novel. Yeah, and apparently um, the movie is going to start, pick up basically in graphic novel, novel number three. Novel. Novel. Nibble. Um, it's not start, it's very Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe-esque, where it's kind of the popular one started a little bit into the storyline as it developed. So it has an underling of uh, Bible stories? Yeah, Oslan's in it, actually. Oh. I watched that last night. How weird is that that we're talking about that right now? Because I was like, we should watch The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe so we can see the white witch, Trump, get taken down by, like, a glorious lion. So here's how much of a success Lucy was. On a budget of $40 million, it made $463 million. Wow. I remember very clearly it was released the same weekend as The Rock's version of Hercules. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um... The Rock's version of Hercules was in the Dollar Theater, while Lucy still had primetime daytime showings at regular theaters. Really? Like that a month so later. so weird, because I watched that, and I think I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I was like, this is neat. And yeah, it, 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 it wasn't great. It was kind of clusterfucking and a bit of a mess, but it was a very important movie in the sense that it showed that women can headline an action movie. Yeah. yeah. Specifically, ScarJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody who isn't Mila Jovovich or uh, Kate Beckinsale. So yeah. uh, we are going to take my, a break. My opinion of Kate Beckinsale was tarnished when I met her. Oh, 
Do tell us why. Because she's derpy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's a, she's, a, she's a beautiful lady that is really weird as far as her appearances go. Were you expecting some I was nerdy? normal. Okay. Like, well. Normal interactions. Listen to this uh, commercial for the Utah Outcasts, and we'll be back momentarily. Boy. Hey, everybody, this is X. I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. I thought I let's do that. <laughs> Welcome back. We are back. <laughs> so, um, where did we go? Well, you guys left me here all by myself. We offered you to come pee with us, but you said no. <laughs> come pee with us, Caitlin. Believe it or not, only fifty percent of the people here are girls right now. <laughs> come pee with us, Caitlin. Sure. <laughs> what, is, what, what does that mean? <sighs> girls go to the bathrooms in groups. Oh, boys do too. We're just less obvious about it. Uh, yeah, we're it. like, you want to go to the bathroom, bro? Yeah, all right, bro, let's go. It's exactly what we don't sound like. Bra, 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 bros, 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 bro, hamster, Bro-sif. yeah, potato chip. So, our topic for this week: homosexual. As a bleeding heart, uh, left leaning. Feminazi social justice warrior. Me too. High five. Yeah. Feminazi? Ugh. I'm being very Duh. Yeah. That's a thing people use. That's an actual. <laughs> I've never heard of that. You've really never heard Feminazi no, before? Oh, yeah. Oh, Similar yeah. to the grammar Nazi. And I'm In not most very, respects. I don't, I don't have very good grammar, actually, to be honest. I know. Um, so I did not have a very good week. I haven't had a very good last couple of days. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling kind of shitty about it. And uh, I think we did a similar topic when the Pulse shooting happened as well. We all need stuff that we can just go to that makes us feel better no matter what we do. So like a movie or a TV show, a comic, whatever. Everybody's got that comfort piece of media that um, that makes them feel better. I do have a brief story to tell, though. As I've said in a, a couple of podcasts now, I got my parents into the Marvel Netflix series. Yay! And my Missionary dad, service? Yes. <laughs> so my dad calls me Wednesday morning, and I'm not happy. I'm in a, not feeling great at work. I've had to listen to a couple coworkers gloat to me, which, yeah, yeah. Chris just made a horrified face. Yeah, I had some gloating coworkers who were, like, in my face saying, ha-ha. It was not fun. <laughs> so uh, my dad calls me like he does every morning when he's on his way to work. Aww. Yeah. I think it makes them feel better about the fact that they're halfway across the country. Mm, so yeah. he calls me every morning about 5.30. My mom and I talk to each other every morning on our drives to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, stop making me feel so bad. <laughs> about <laughs> I'm what? Just, I'm just teasing. Okay. 
Anyway, he calls me and immediately starts talking about Daredevil season two. Immediately. And I was like, okay, my dad knows me. He's like, the best way to not get into an argument about politics is to distract me by talking about the one thing that I love talking about, which is, you know, Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. My dad was like, yeah, season two is so awesome and yada, yada, yada. And just went on because they finished Luke Cage and they just finished Daredevil season two the other day. So then today... This morning, he calls me again, and I was like, you know, that was pretty smooth of you. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you know, you called me yesterday, and you artfully did not bring up the election at all and distracted maybe by me by talking about Marvel stuff. He was like, oh, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. I just, I just really wanted to talk about Daredevil. <laughs> nice (laughs) apparently and he's like going on he was like yeah that season was so awesome i mean he's like the violence kind of got to me after a while but it was really cool and i liked it and yada yada and i was like dad 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 are you a fanboy are you a daredevil fanboy and he was like i think i am (laughs) so that's how my dad artfully avoided talking about the election to me because my dad is very conservative By bringing up Marvel stuff, which I found out was not his intent. He just really wanted to talk about Daredevil. Nice. Well, at least it, you know, kind of put you at ease. It did, bit. yeah. Well, I, I, you were ready for something else. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Because at Christmas last year, Trump was oh, talking. Oh yeah, I remember about that. that. It was just becoming a viable candidate, and uh, I mentioned something, and my dad said, uh, "My dad said, what's wrong with Trump?" And I was like, "Really, Dad?" And my mom turns around. We're just staying at a friend's house up in park city that we're borrowing for the holidays because they're visiting from out of town my mom turns around and goes roger stop being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so i appreciated my mother start yet <laughs> it was a good way to cut off an impending fight before yep. it actually happened so um but you know like i said i kind of had i've been taking this pretty rough as a not straight person i'm i'm nervous mm-hmm. and um I I think the thing that's actually starting to get to me even more than anything else is people downplaying other people's fear. Mm-hmm. I got that from I got that lecture from my mom. The whole "it's not going to be so bad, don't worry about it" type of thing. So I was like, I need to get lost in something. I need to watch something and not think about all of this shit that is happening. Mm-hmm. So one of my go-to guilty pleasures slash things that make me feel better is I go through and I watch a lot of the sketches and comedy stuff and pop culture things that Cracked makes. Uh, so, cracked is good. Oh, yeah. Cracked. After hours, OCPD, today's topic, all of those. I just go to the cracked YouTube channel and just get lost in YouTube for hours. I just I mean that's that I like pop culture stuff. I like talking about pop culture stuff and I like listening to funny people talk about pop culture stuff. So that was one of the things that I did this week to kind of get out of my own head and just laugh at some stuff and I wanted to hear, maybe not necessarily suggestions, but just what's the kind of stuff you guys to go to when you need to get out of your own head when things are looking kind of dire? Chelsea, would you like to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so my experience a little bit with this election has been particularly nasty because I had someone condescendingly offer to give me a mother's shoulder to cry on because I was being a, a quote-unquote brat, which is super snotty because this person knows that my mother died two years ago so they were like if you're gonna be a brat they're like we'll offer you a cheap substitute that's really not cool it wasn't cool so um one thing that uh helped me during dark times was uh reading just reading graphic novels that 
have good, like great messages in them. Um, one of the ones that I thought of was Batman Year One, mm-hmm. which isn't it isn't so much like Batman. It's like Gordon's story of being around basically all these titans and just kind of keeping the good fight going because sometimes you can feel like you don't matter in situations like this, especially when um, if you're gay, if you're a different like ethnicity of different race from people there you're constantly getting put down and it was like well at least gordon can like kind of truck along when things are terrible um another one too for when i'm extra pissy is world war hulk uh (laughs) because after i read civil war and captain america is one of my favorite people is like like captain america issue 25 and he gets uh, shot um I was furious and I wanted to see Hulk smash shit. So if you <laughs> just feel absolutely enraged, I would 100% recommend reading World War Hulk because all the straight white men get the shit kicked out of them and it's amazing <laughs> and I love it and I can read that, pick it up and read it anytime and never get sick of it. Excellent. Ryan? Uh, my <laughs> I like Old War Hulk. That's a good one. I, really I didn't good. think of that That's one. Really I like that I like one. That's a good one. Hulk, Hulk smashes his way through the Smash the patriarchy. Universe. He smashes a chunk of the moon off. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> um, at, the, at the risk of sounding cliche for myself. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <gasps> I read X-Men. No. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say Star Trek. Uh, well, so I have several things. Okay. Sorry. Oh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bam to that microphone. <laughs> Get the lid off my chapstick. Because <laughs> um, if there's, if it depends on what's really upsetting me. Um, I I'll read X Men if I want to, um, like feel better about any type of oppression or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'll feel I'll do Star Trek if I want to feel more hope for the future. Um, if I'm looking for more like, um kind of escape and, and like overcoming a lot of um, obstacles actually so th- another weird reference I really like to read the Chronicles of Narnia <laughs> I love Chronicles of Narnia <laughs> like I have them on my bookshelf next to my bed <laughs> oh my gosh yeah last night I like ugly cried still when Aslan died and I'm like he's just such a wholesome person <laughs> so I know I look at me I'm like literally getting teary eyed again because I'm like Aslan please be real and come get us but uh. <laughs> If I'm going to, like, veg out and watch something, too, I, like, I really, like, Avatar The Last Airbender is a go-to oh, thing a for me. it's a great show. I love that cartoon. Such a yep. good show. Um, and it's it's very heartwarming at, at times. Um, my biggest thing, though, is I I get with my friends and family. I, I tend to always surround myself with people that I love, so I do that in times of distress as well. It's kind of go for that route but as far as like media medium and stuff like that that's kind of like star trek star wars sometimes um avatar books x-men like yeah all of that stuff makes me feel better happy place which is funny because for me i I tend to just push people out (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm frustrated i'm gonna just do my own thing so like i I do like, which is really annoying when we're both upset <laughs> because I will reach out to you and you'll be like, eh. <laughs> I just need you know me time. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I, I usually just like just put headphones on, put music on, and uh, program, 
mm-hmm. uh, or do some arts and stuff like painting sometimes or even just like digital painting so that's about it to be honest not as long as ryan's list of things that he <laughs> finds a quick little list so yeah why does that why does that help you i don't know it's like recharging for me mm-hmm. sometimes i'm in the mood to hang out with family and that helps sometimes but um usually not <laughs> It usually goes the other way around. It Uh, drains me. My family is so conservative. I've just turned. I'm like, I love you. I will talk to you all y'all in four years. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm very glad my parents aren't here right now (laughs) because that could have gotten nasty. And honestly, I don't want to see my brother right now either because my brother's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm not voting. Oh my god! I was like, oh god. I sent my five year old niece forty five dollars worth of feminist coloring books. Like, here you go. That's adorable. So. She'll get those on Tuesday. She doesn't listen to this podcast because she's five, so I'm com- like <laughs> confident. I won't we, spoil we can it. make a little, you know, kid version where we, we bleep out all the little. Yeah. Oh my god. Like one we long bleep. <laughs> we can do like one version that's like kid friendly and bring a child with yeah. us and let them oh, help talk about cute. issues. How adorable would that yeah. be? I They're know. also real stupid, so <laughs> I could see Kyle and Luke being down for that. To be honest, yeah. really, I thought my niece was pretty uh, snappy. So I'm I don't sure think you've met either one, one of their kids yet. They, they're, uh-uh. Quinn's adorable. She took a little while to warm up to me, but uh, Kyle's both of Kyle's kids, his son and his daughter, are both really nice too. Have Aww. you seen Quinn while taking a photo? <laughs> so she'll <laughs> she'll be all upset and crying and everything like that, and then Luke will be like, "All right, uh, take a picture." And she'll just immediately stop crying <laughs> and smile. She'll like, pose. Everything's fine. Regardless of what her mood is, she will stop and pose. And then, that she will, then she will continue to go into crying mode again. Google Earth, always taking pictures. <laughs> so um, another thing that I'm, I'm very grateful for this year, more so than any other election that I can remember, is that I am so glad that National Novel Writing Month is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because there, I am always personally i am always in a better place when i am writing and the fact that i have to write right now is just i i'm i'm looking forward to going home after this and having to write my daily word count because i i the last two days i'm glad i had a nice little buffer that i was able to kind of slack off a bit but now i have to go home and write to get back on track and um yeah for me writing has always been just this huge therapeutic thing and yeah, I'm assuming it's very similar to how Chris feels about art in that it's just... Oh, it's you, it's like meditating it in is, a weird way. It is. It's, a, it's meditative. It's therapeutic. It's... I I can't picture my life without writing in some capacity. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's it's everything to me. It I've... I've when I'm in manic episodes and I feel like I'm mad enough that I want to put my fist through a wall, I have never put my fist through the wall because I'm like, I need my hands. I cannot hurt my fingers. <laughs> Get some boxing gloves. Yeah. Is it I'll bad like, that I feel this way? With, like this passionate about just drinking alcohol? No, Ooh. that's not. Okay. That's it's yeah. just, it. Counts as self care, right? I like, forgot that one. I uh, I was alcohol. so mad that I had to be so sober for that fucking election, man. Oh man, because yeah. I had to work no, no, no. that night. We we don't talk about the election. We just talk about happy stuff now. Yeah, actually, a, another thing that I, I don't know if I, I don't. No, this is going to sound terrible. I guess only the wrong people will get offended by it. It's just hurting people's feelings on Facebook <laughs> has been such a relief for me of just seeing people post just ignorant 
bullshit ideas and then coming down on them like the fist of an angry god <sighs> and then them being like you're bullying me and i'm like yep and then that's it. I'm done. Like just that release, I'm that like mic drop. Yeah, it's oh. There is something to. I mean, because all all of those things are 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 very concrete ways of of expressing yourself. Yeah. And so the the if you draw or or code, you're creating something. And if you're arting, you express yourself. Or if you're writing, you're expressing yourself and you're creating something. And not so much creating, yeah. but expressing <laughs> you're yourself. Being a bitch to people on the <laughs> that's internet. Still okay. I mean, yeah, that's, that's still getting all of the stuff that you have inside yeah. out, yeah. and that's the point. Yeah. Um, uh, consuming something can help you find a new perspective on something, mm-hmm. but building and creating and, and having an output gets stuff out of you. So both of those things are are good and mm-hmm. and helpful and, and appropriate. Yeah. Um. Another thing I got to do is I got to uh, coach some brand new roller skaters on Saturday. So giving back a little bit um, Mm -hmm. and then participating in wholesome activities with like-minded individuals. Just um, recently my roommate went to the kind of like the tattoo fundraiser and was in line for I think 11 hours and was sending me videos throughout the day of all of these strangers just making up hilarious songs and just like (laughs) And I wasn't there, but just knowing that that kind of stuff is happening too, like it's, it's heartwarming. It's yeah. heartwarming. Just women and other people, like people who support women, building each other up. It's I guess others, men too. Are you a member of the women pit? and are you others. a member of the pantsuit nation on Facebook? No. Okay, I'll have to send you an okay, invite. Okay, please do. My friend Mia was talking about it. And yeah, pantsuit so. nation, and it's it's been. Um, um, I, I posted about this on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, but uh, my new favorite response to people who pokes bigoted shit on Facebook and on Twitter and everything is, you must be fun at parties. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been using that a lot, a lot the last two days, a lot. Actually, the first thing I posted that wasn't super political was like my, like the don't let anyone with bad eyebrows tell you shit about life. And that got the most... <laughs> negative feedback people are like i bet scientists have bad eyebrows i'm like oh yeah because because if you go three posts down where i call all y'all racists like that's not what you're gonna comment you're gonna come after the eyebrow picture that's okay i i I have bad eyebrows no you don't your eyebrows are full and beautiful and they're little brown rainbows across your face (laughs) maybe he's born with it maybe it's maybelline Uh, but um, I know we don't usually get political on this podcast. You know, usually the, I think the only political stuff we've really made in the last eighteen months or so has been just side throwaway jokes towards Trump and everything. And, and, and that's not our purpose. I mean, people well, people want actually, to yeah, they want to listen to get away. From yeah, yeah, and the, I and yeah. I understand that this might be kind of not as cathartic, but I I really just want to encourage people to look and into and just find other ways if you're looking for an output a different time of output that was what this is what i was intending for here mm-hmm. um trying to think of what another thing that i wa- i've been watching i know this is the wrong thing to watch but man i do love watching political satire oh yeah yeah Sat- me too. satire of any kind is, is yeah hilarious. yeah i love i love <laughs> samantha b john oliver oh my I, god samantha b is amazing yes <laughs> yes uh samantha's been amazing um i love john oliver i've really gotten into seth meyer the last like me three too. weeks yeah all of his a closer look segments uh-huh. have been fantastic i don't like anything else on that youtube channel but the closer looks are great yeah <laughs> yeah so um 
I, I think that might be the wrong thing to watch right now, just because a lot of it's looking back and seeing the, the dominoes falling into place, but no one really being able to see them in retrospect type of deal mm-hmm. is kind of depressing in a lot But at the same time, you know, these people are just, they're explaining complex issues in very simplistic and funny ways mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I'm, I'm eager to see what John Oliver does on Sunday. Oh yeah, I, that's that's like a go to mm. show. Like I watch that every Monday. Mm-hmm. Like just I, barely subscribed for HBO. So. I've actually since he is the only reason I have thought about using HBO Go. His, it's on YouTube as well. His his, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his main segments yeah, are true. the the uh, smaller segments aren't. Samantha's entire show is on YouTube, yeah. which I really appreciate. <laughs> Any other media that you go to? Any movies that always make you happy? Um, I think when my mom died, I probably watched Supernatural on a loop for six months. So, mm. if I am almost yeah. done with season eleven, almost. It's. I just it's started. So I just recently started watching it a few years ago. Um, I remember when Supernatural first came on. My parents had bought like five hundred dollars worth of firewood. Like you have to help. I'm like I wanted to watch this so bad, and every time I think of Supernatural, I just love it because it got me out of having to haul in firewood (laughs) (laughs) it's the first episode and she's like get out of my face (laughs) you whiny baby oh that's another thing i've been watching is uh i'm eager to see what south park does Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The uh, I believe they actually had they because it was a big surprise or whatever. They had to actually rewrite. I thought this surprised me. So. That, that does not surprise what me. What was it? There was a magazine that um, somebody took oh. pictures of it. It had Hillary on it, and it was like Madam, Mrs. Yeah, Madam, Madam President. President. And then people are like, "Oh, if you don't think the media is like biased in their opinions, just look at this." And no, like, they, eh, they, they all whatever. do that. And if they, yeah, they, I bet they they had. I mean, I mean, some probably were like, well, that's not going to happen. So They, like, wrote Trump um, on a post-it note, and then they're like, there's this, and then here's all these beautiful cars. They prepare either way. Yeah, like, absolutely. Pretty much every major news art, news source prepares either way. Yeah. It's not like they produced that whole thing in, like, an hour. Like, they had well, every, I, I, I will tell you that um, that the newspapers were late, very late for them on uh, on Wednesday morning. They didn't get to my store until almost 8 o'clock, and they're usually there before 7. Oh, wow. Everyone was like, where are the papers? I was like, they probably didn't go to print until at least one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not surprised they're late. Ryan, do you have any other stuff that makes you feel better? Uh, <laughs> video games do a lot, okay. particularly Assassin's Creed, because oh, I get yeah, to that m- made, that made me indiscriminately kill many people. That's always that got me through college. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> particularly frustrating days or, or that's how I would de-stress. Because I would go home and murder people on Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I would just in that sentence right there. I would just go home and murder people. <laughs> I like to watch Judge Judy clips on YouTube because it's always the best of her just yelling at people. That makes me feel better. And you didn't think to do this, huh? It's like I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love her. That actually is a really good cheer up. So if anybody wants to watch her yell at the ignorant, stupid people. I would recommend that. Oh, something else popped in my head. Um, Star Wars Uncut. What it is, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. (laughs) What it is, it's um, uh, they took uh, the entirety of every Star Wars movie. I don't think they've done Return of the Jedi yet, but they have done um, the first, uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. 
but the it's it's this people and they cut it up into however many second segments and divvied it out to the world saying make this segment however you want to make it whatever you want to do make this segment and then they cut it all together oh my my gosh where is this available at it's just on the internet it's Ah. i think it's called star wars uncut i watched that too all the uh, that sounds awesome and that is it's it's funny and creative and it's but it's scene for scene, line for line, second for second. The entire That's movie, amazing. just that fan made, random fan. Like it, it shifts from scene to scene to scene. It's all completely different. And yeah. I do like those collaborations. Yeah. Oh, um, so another graphic novel that's really good. It's called Odyssey. Um, it's O D Y dash. Oh, the the Fraction series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's basically a space opera um, taking the Iliad, and you have women only. So Zeus is a female and. Basically, Zeus banned all men because she didn't want any children to take her down because she obviously, in the in mythology, kills her own father. And it's really beautifully done. If you Google the artwork for it, you'll be super blown away. It's really psychedelic looking. Um, How do you spell that? <laughs> what? Psychedelic? No, no. Sorry. O-D. O-D-Y dash C. And that's the name of their ship. Um, okay. And it's a it's adult, so don't yeah, let your an image children comic. read it. Yeah, there's uh, titties and vaginas in it, but it's your favorite. Yay! <laughs> Most of our favorites here today. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, three out no. of four. Yeah, um, I would probably go th- two out of four. <laughs> Not particularly interested. Um, sorry, I'm making it. I'm just who doesn't like a good vagina? I'm sorry. <laughs> we can all appreciate never mind odyssey's super good look up the artwork for it if you're the type of person who likes to read stuff just based on the artwork um i think you'd be pretty hard pressed to find anything more impressive than this so i thought of one (laughs) (laughs) uh speaking of south park I think I am going to replay Stick of Truth again. I fucking love that game so much. So much. It's like, it's one of my favorite go-to games now because I can just play the campaign in a day and it's fine. And I don't have, it's an RPG and I love RPGs, but it's an RPG where I don't have to grind, which is nice. Yeah. (laughs) Like I want to go back and replay a bunch of the Final Fantasy games, but I don't want to (laughs) grind. So, um, Yeah. Stick of truth. I'm still sad that the fractured butthole, but was uh, delayed until next year. I was looking forward to that. I like how they name those. Oh, I know. It's just totally random. Oh yeah. <laughs> but mom, I want to play Stick of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh the three-part Game of Thrones spoof before that is pretty much one of my favorite things to watch as well. That in World War Zimmerman. <laughs> World War Zimmerman's one of my favorites because me and my wife will yell at each other and go, fuck you, Brad Pitt! <laughs> and that's just fun. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, a bunch of games, I think, for me, too, actually. Um, I, I've i played the Halo series. Mm-hmm. Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. ODST, Reach, and then 5. So, uh, that usually gets me, gets me away from just reality. Um, playing online is my big thing. But yeah. Ryan knows. 
I've, I've recently played all of those hate all of those games he just said except for reach you're welcome because of him because you're welcome i was always super frustrated because and couldn't finish i'm not very good at first person shooters i'm i'm okay on pc you yeah. put me on pc i'm, I'm okay mm-hmm. give me a keyboard and mouse i'm not very good with controllers yeah. they so, actually have a mod where you can use that on the xbox yeah fyi maybe so, someday uh chris here was nice enough to offer to play through them with me because i did want to play them and so he played with me and is very patient and kind, particularly when I accidentally kill him. <laughs> that happened <laughs> but, like five and, times. Uh, more than that. <laughs> <laughs> and is uh, like, yeah, yeah, he, uh, I, I'm not frustrated at all when I'm playing through the campaign with him because he is good enough for both of us. And I kill like three people while he kills 3,000. And, and slightly yeah. skewed, uh, but okay. Yeah. So I got to play th- through all the games because Chris carried Well, everybody's it. like, oh, Ryan, have you played Halo? And he's like, What's Halo? <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, good co- cou- a good couch co-op game, if you're looking for something like that to play mm. with somebody, is uh, Castle Crashers. Yeah? I love Castle Crashers. It's one of my favorite couch co-op games. You can have up to four people play it. And one that I've heard is good couch co-op that I haven't played before is... Um, God, what the fuck is it called? I just lost the name of the game. It was an alien... Mobile Strike. No. With Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. It's the one with the giant bugs. It's not very good. The first one was, uh, I don't remember. I'll have to look it up now. Well, it's bothering me. Mm. <laughs> a, a great I, couch co-op game that is one of my go-tos and Luke's. Um, when he and I are in our mood, we will play through the whole game. Um, it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Love the shit out of the game. I've always loved the shit out of that game. Um, four people can play it. Couch co-op. Sit there and smash through bad guys and team up with oh, your powers. Oh, Earth Defense Force. The one that's on the 360. Nice. <laughs> Uh, my favorite game to play, because I always go back to alcohol, is you cut a mustache out and then you tape it oh, to your yeah. TV. And every time it lines up with somebody's face, you take a drink. Every time it lines up over another mustache, you finish your drink. Uh, the Mario Kart drinking game, I've wanted to play that one before, where you have one race to drink an entire beer, mm-hmm. but you can't drink and drive. Yep. And, and you, not only that, you have to pull over and park. Yep. Uh-huh. You have to not be moving while you're drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That would we be need fun. to have another yeah, get together. Can we have a game yeah. night, please. Yeah. We, we have like, game nights occasionally. That's yeah, we fun. we should have another one. Drunk game night. We do. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Wait. after Nano's over, and then we'll record it and put it on YouTube. <sighs> <sighs> so much applause. Maybe not that. <laughs> Maybe yes. Maybe not. Maybe yes. I don't think I want to watch my recorded drunk self. I do. <laughs> you watch me all the time in real life, drunk. <laughs> and so. it's quite entertaining. Chris, no, no, don't. Not the Gatorade. No, not all the carpet. That's you. We've heard the Gatorade story. Yeah, yeah. With the with the with Charles being. That's you. I didn't remember that until drink this Gatorade. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. I want a beer. Give me more. More drink. Beer alcohol. Yeah. Drink, Chris. Drink this. Okay. So you drink it, and you're like. Johnny Depp styling over the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Chris? Ava is like... Let's go that. Desherwitz. Ava Desherwitz? Ava Desherwitz. Here, Chris, take Mom. these pills. No. No. I don't want to. And then he wakes up the next morning. I don't feel, I don't feel sick. I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Good job. So anything else you guys want to add? Well, I thought... Were we going to talk about uh, Doctor Strange at all? 
Oh, I think, oh, I think we want to do that when we have everybody here. <sighs> You'll have to come back again. All right. Is that a problem? I guess. Okay. I mean, we can do... Uh, no, I mean, I've been waiting two weeks. <laughs> Caitlin's just like, okay. Everyone's giving you the most dead inside look. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Anyways. Yeah, you can next just... Week. We'll, yeah, we'll, have, we'll probably end up having to do it next week just because... We were supposed to have everybody here today, I think, yeah. and, and just everyone. Everybody's something like, happened. Yeah, <laughs> stuff happened. We don't Shit know happened. what happened, no. but something happened to everybody. Like, uh, I can't be there. Asteroid. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. The only one thing that I want to say about Doctor Strange that bothered me was when he said "irregardless." <laughs> that was not that. the only thing, but <laughs> well, was there more? You're a liar, sir. <laughs> yeah, that is not the only thing. But irregardless, we forgive you. <laughs> I'll remind you of the other stuff you didn't like next time. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I have you yeah, keep, keep all my lists. Let's <laughs> get <laughs> the giggle hour, too. That should be okay. Yeah, just nothing but giggle. <laughs> listen to That's a my masterpiece. Yeah. Listen to a loop of Ryan laughing. That'll so make you feel better. better. <laughs> I don't know. So... I don't know why, but my I don't like my laugh. Like it's taken me really a long time to get used to listening to my laugh when I mm-hmm. listen to this podcast. In fact, I didn't like it at all at first. Um, but so many people like my laugh and comment <laughs> on my laugh, and then they're the people that hate it. <laughs> There's not anybody in between who hates it. What are their names? Say um, there. So I have a funny story Tag at work. On Facebook. Post in the them. comments. I have a funny story at work. So at work, I first started at the place that I work at, and. Um, we're all in this room, and the right half side is doing a different activity than the left hand side. So there was the kind of the two groups there, and I was going about doing my thing. I was on the right hand side, and I would go about my day and laugh and have all that stuff. Well, like you normally do, like I normally do, just being good old Ryan. I've worked with Ryan. <laughs> you have. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so I will be at one corner of the store, and just you know, it's decently noisy for a retail store, and you'd hear. Just like you're like, yeah, that's that's Ryan. That's Ryan. I had when I used to work at Staples. Chris and I used to work at Staples together. Um, when I used to work at Staples, I didn't tell one of my uh, friends, his parents. I didn't tell them that I worked there. They happened to be there one day, mm-hmm. and they heard me, and they're like, "Ryan's here," <laughs> and they. Basically, like echolocation oh my tracked God. me they to my position because they just followed my laugh. Oh man. Triangulate the sound. I think so, the real story here is that people find joy at work. Yeah. <laughs> so at work, so I'm doing my thing at work, and then I it comes to my attention. Somebody, one of my ma- one of my supervisors, basically says, "Like, hey, <laughs> there are people over on the other side that are complaining about your laugh." Whoa. I'm like, really? It's like, who doesn't like my laugh? And they would never tell me who. Not that I was going to confront them or anything or, <laughs> or, or maybe them. laugh in closer proximity to them more You're often. You're like, square up, <laughs> bitch. We're going now. But <laughs> later on, like a few months later, they construct a wall that divides <gasps> the room. Oh, Straight my up, they have gosh. facilities come in there and they build a new wall in this room. They paid for it. The, the company. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say and they, and, they, <laughs> yeah. and they said the reason for this wall was because of the sound pollution from the <laughs> other side. Poor That's Ryan. what they used as their excuse, which really only could have been me. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so, so honored to know you. When I, whenever I go in that room 
and there are people there and I'm like, you see this wall? <laughs> this wall was to contain my laughter. <laughs> You're like, spoiler alert. And it so, can never be contained. Well, so here's the funnier part too. I sent people over there. I'm like, I'm going to be over here and somebody's going to make me laugh. I want you to be over the other side and see if you can hear me. They could. Yeah. <laughs> the wall did not keep out my laughter. Did not sing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I have this wall built at work because of me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad we did this topic. It was a fun topic. Mm-hmm. And um, just know that however you feel about this, however you need to express yourself, just do it. Yep. And um, I know there are a lot of people who are really worried and really scared. And for those of you, especially for those of you with kids who are scared, one of the things I've seen posted and that I would just like to reiterate is that there is an army of people out there who are mm-hmm. going to protect your immigrant and your young women and your um, LGBT youth. We are going to protect you guys with everything that we've got. And if you need help, yeah, there. If you need to talk, there are resources. Yep. Uh, contact yep. loved ones. Yep. Uh, there's the National Suicide Helpline. Uh, if you're LGBT, the travel, the treasure. Trevor, Trevor Project is great. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, on slightly better terms, uh, I did get to see a movie this week before the world decided to end on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What movie? I got to see Arrival. Ooh. How, How was, was that? It? <laughs> Arrival. How did it arrive? <laughs> so um, it, it's not, I, I, I would not be very good. It came good to if, theaters? Yeah, it arrives tonight. It arrives. Huh? Uh-huh. I would not be very good at my job if I wasn't good at articulating how I feel about a movie in a pretty short amount of time. So, um, so in one sentence, it's not often that I am rendered speechless by a movie, and I just I could not come up with words for how I felt about this. Wait, 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 wait! Like you were speechless, as in it was good? That's what I'm confused about. That's what I'm confused about too. <laughs> Because I, I want to know if I want to spend money on it. You should, uh, especially if you like smart sci-fi. I, I mean, um, if favorite. you listen to the podcast last year, you know that I was singing the praises of Ex Machina all year long. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So I love smart sci-fi. See, um, the next day I, I thought about, um, and I pronounce it Machina, but who am I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. Who are you? Shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, the next day... I. That's all that was going through my mind. That's was... kind of how I was with Arrival too, and um, it was uh, the funny thing was finding out was sitting there with Rich Bonaduce, the UFCA president, who's been on a couple panels with me and Luke before, another Daredevil fan. Him and his girlfriend were also sitting there, and we both look at each other, and I'm like, "If I leave, I have to talk to the studio rep, and I don't know what to say." Oh my god! Like I had no words. And even right now, I I wrote my review. It I will be posting it when I get home. I because it was a little late getting edited. Even now, I just I don't know. I need to see it again. I really need to see it again. Then let's see it. All right. I want to go to see it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will definitely. I will definitely go see it again because drunk. it was a uh, no. You don't want to be with drunk mustaches. for this. One. Oh, okay. You don't want to. Yeah. Be drunk <laughs> <for> <laughs> just walk into the theater. With See, like a lift mustache. mustache. And, and then you just walk up to the screen and just go flap. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, hey, you can't do that. We're like, shh. <laughs> it's fine. Guys, it's fine. It's Shut it's up. Okay. It's just, fine. Don't worry about just, it. It's fine. It's, okay. it's fine. Don't worry about just, it. What if you did that during a really serious movie like Passion of the Christ? <laughs> <laughs> of all the movies, you had to pick that one. <laughs> I actually have a story. I'll tell you guys one. I'll tell you guys. I can't. I can't say it on that. 
That's too bad. I don't know, Judge me. I want you to tell me what you were going to say off mic. I will. I promise. Will you will force you. I talked to... I talked to a bunch of people. I know Jimmy Martin felt similar. Sean Beans, Kyle. We were all just like, we don't know. I I think I really do think I liked it. I think, but even now, when I saw this on Monday, I still am really unsure. If it's it ha- just if it has arrived yet or not. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> My opinion still has not arrived. I, I got six eyes of just <laughs> fucking rally. Fucking now rally. You, know how it feels my, to be... no, you did not get mine. Okay, I got. <laughs> I'm a four my... eyes. I get it. <laughs> Me too. My, my eyes you did not arrive eyes. in your direction. <laughs> but, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. But over y'all, all. Yeah, I, I, I think everybody pretty much came to the consensus that they liked it by the end. I do. I'm not. I go in knowing as little as possible. Your words are very concerning to me because you're like, we, you should see it. I know, I know, and it sounds like I didn't like it, but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> see, you're doing it again. I know, <laughs> but that's because I still don't know. I, I need to see it again because the only thing I will say about it is I want to see if the sleight of hand lives up to the punchline. Let's all go see mm. it. Everybody come. Right now. Everybody arrive. It actually <laughs> is a movie <laughs> about communication and working together and... It's a team building exercise movie. Oh, no. <laughs> and like honestly, and, and it has a lot to do with uh, different governments working together. So globalism. And it actually is a very... It's got a very positive message for the shit that went down this week. So, Yeah. Uh, I would definitely, I, yeah, definitely go see it. Does it I, fit like this week's theme? Theme, yes. It's the opposite. It's what we need to be striving towards <laughs> by the end. Um, I think that's actually a very good movie to suggest then. Yeah. Um, it was kind of in the same way that I recommended everybody go see Finding Dory after the Pulse shooting oh because gosh. Finding Dory was just like happiness punched into your face. <laughs> We need to take away Chelsea's phone during the podcast. <laughs> well, when I was when I was at uh, Comic Con selling my artwork, um, I actually had I think one or two people uh, mention Pulse mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that Finding Dory helped with yeah. that. I don't, I have a bad memory, so I don't remember that. But yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. I remember very clearly because I had to decide if I was going to the memorial service or if I was going to mm. the screening. And uh, I think me and Kyle both said at the time that that was that was the movie we needed this week. And this one, it I think it I think it might be the movie we need right now. It's very much like I said. It's all about communication. It's all about working together. It's all about you know. I guess I don't I don't want to give too much away because I don't. You don't want to know anything going into this one. Thank you want to know as little as possible. Thank you so much. It's not <laughs> what you expect from an alien movie. But if you like smart sci-fi, you know what you're getting into. It's that. True story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that might be it. I think that's all for us today, this week. It's good. Uh, Beatrix, we thank you. <laughs> is that my name? I don't remember. Be- yeah. Beatrix Chan. Beatrix Chan. Ava Tashirwitz. Ava Tashirwitz. So, uh, Chris, the one Chris to rule them all. Yo. Love your shit. Um, I really don't have much plugage today but um christopher.codes uh that's my website for now it just has my face 
In fact, don't go to it. Uh, <laughs> His face is delightful. Go to it. <laughs> My face is delightful. Go to it. Um, but if you're looking for artwork of mine, um, just do a search on Facebook, Christopher.S.Johns. And that's where I have my artwork now. Um, I uh, will have artwork on my website later. Are you looking into getting a table for FanX? That's Marchish? Yes. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm debating it. I think that's racist. <laughs> oh, maybe a little. But I'm, I'm debating it. Con, not Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, am, I am debating it. Okay. Um, racist against mythological creatures. <laughs> Um, I still need to think about it because I haven't gotten like any work done as far as art. So I might just wait for next year's Comic-Con. Okay. Well, keep us updated. So, yeah. If, so that's if me. If somebody wants to buy a print of something that they want, how would they go about doing that? Facebook. More Facebook. Yeah. I will would have they more. they just message you? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, duh. Okay. I mean, come on. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, uh, find me and then just message me. Hey, Chris, I want some of your artwork. Give me a print. I'll probably just charge you a couple bucks plus shipping because I'm I'm just happy that someone would enjoy it. So, yeah. Duly noted. Duly noted. Ryab, do hey, you Caitlin. have anything to plug? Where'd you go if you wanted to buy a comic book? Oh, you want to do this? Since you're the one who doesn't have anything to really plug today? Sure. So where would you go if you wanted to buy a comic book? I would cast <laughs> my thoughts up to Heimdall. Heimdall. <laughs> and I would say, Heimdall. Where shalt I go? <laughs> and Heimdall would look down upon me with his rainbow bridge and open uh, portals, three of them, <laughs> and say, choose. time. <laughs> <laughs> and the three portals would go to, number one would be Valley Fair Mall in West Valley. Number two would be in Tooele. And number three is a tiny portal. But it goes to Southtown Mall. Mall? Southtown? Something or other. But yeah, the nerd store. Go buy stuff from Charles. Go buy comic books and toys and games and dice and pops and cards and action figures. (laughs) All that stuff. Go buy it from Charles. And if he doesn't have it, he'll order it for you. I think you did better at advertising Charles' store than Charles has ever done on any podcast I have ever been with him. Oh, I, I cried a little bit. <laughs> it's so Such touching. beautiful visuals. So <laughs> Today is a day we'll remember. Um, come visit Book Club, uh, Utah's graphic novel book club, facebook.com backslash Utah GNBC. Our meeting um, is going to be about Dr. Strange, The Oath, written by Brian K. Vaughn, the same guy who did Saga. Um, we're meeting for that on November 20th in Leighton. Go to our Facebook page for more information. Okay, and you can read my review of Arrival and Kyle's review of Arrival, provided he was able to find words as well, on uh, watchplayread.com. I believe it might be done by now, but I'm not sure. Uh, check our watch play read on Facebook and see about a Fantastic Beasts screening that you might be able to get free tickets for. We have a bunch of tickets mm. that we want to give away to. And come join us next week to see the movie. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies and help me rage at the heavens on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you can also go to nerddomepodcast.com. You can read our articles. Uh, I think everybody is kind of playing catch up right now when it comes to... Uh, keeping up on the TV shows and everything. 
Uh, but we we are trying to get our stuff out as uh, as fast and as timely as possible. Yeah, we have episode reviews for each episode for mm-hmm. most of stuff. Yeah, most of the stuff that's going on right now. Um, and then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Or is it both the Nerd Dome? I believe my my friend Melina still has control of the Instagram account, so expect more pictures of Judge Dredd. And then go on Facebook and um, like us at the Nerd Dome Podcast. And uh, go on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever and uh, and Podhell and leave us an awesome review. That stuff, I don't know if people realize how much leaving reviews helps us show up in search engines when people look for other podcasts. And uh, yeah, we would leave us an awesome review. Tell Please. us what you like. Thank yes, you. thank you. Thank we love you guys. No matter who you voted for, no matter what your outcome for this is, we love you and we appreciate you listening so, so much. Ryan? Don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Fuck responsibility! Hail Hydra! Okay, friends. You get to say, I killed my parents. (laughs) No. (laughs) Say, I can see the whole time. I can see the whole time! I say! You ever heard of the Dome Podcast? Now that you've exited the Nerd Dome, head on over to PodHell.com and download all of the latest episodes from all the podcasts on the PodHell Network. That's PodHell.com. If you'd like, you can head over to iTunes to subscribe to our iTunes to automatically be updated when our episodes drop. Again, that's PodHell.com, and we'll see you next week. Next week.